0: Big sky, big potential. In association with Mills and Reeve, this is Eastern Promise. Achieving more together. And now, here at Eastern Promise, we don't fatten the pig on market day. Less the bottom drops out of it. So let's see who's in the market for markets in another crowd pleasing. Crowd sorcery. Yes, crowd sorcery. Arguably, Norwich Market is the most famous market in our region with its wide variety of stalls and the colourful roofs of the permanent kiosks, stretching from City Hall and St Peter Street to Gentleman's Walk. But that's not the only market the region has to offer. Oh, no! Tom Abbott, of Green Easy and Abbott Feudali Investments, offers a suggestion to which you may want to return in a month or two. The Christmas market in Bury St Edmunds is always wonderful, says Tom. Burnham Market has one also. You know, I do wonder if you should still be able to use the suffix market if you don't actually have one, Tom. And so I'm glad that Burnham Market does. Your move, Pollen Market. Tom would also like to know a good farmer's market out there that provides sustainability in produce and organic certification. There you go, as The challenge has been issued. Next, we welcome Sophie Skip, head of energy skills at Eager, the East of England Energy Group, to the magic circle of crowd sorcerers. And she wants to sing the praises of Norwich's premier street market. She says, of course, Norwich Market is a great example. I love the mix of shoe repair, fruit and veg, all mixed with mushy peas and Donbury bowls. Not that Sophie is averse to looking further afield and, like Tom Abbott, she's fond of the market at Bury which Sophie says has that traditional feel that keeps a town centre thriving. Adding, I stumbled across the Holtz Market two weeks ago and did have a little impulse purchase. Personally, I can't wait to see what the new facilities for Great Yarmouth's Market will deliver for the sense of civic identity. So important, Sophie. So important. But Norwich is still top of the shops when it comes to one particular purchase, says Sophie. Is there, she asks, a better place? to buy a portion of chips. A few years ago, I was made redundant, and following a very positive meeting with Rebecca Headen at R13 Recruitment, treated myself to the first of many portions of chips on Norwich Market. Sitting in the sunshine, looking over the striped canopies, I felt so much better about the future. (laughs) Well, a key actor in that anecdote, Rebecca Headen, director and co-founder at R13 Recruitment adds more to the tale. That's a lovely memory, Sophie Skip, she says. Norwich Market has levelled up! I think that's how the kids say it. It's a mega food and drink hub, and you can also find some absolute treasures on there. And looking forward to hearing more about the progress of Great Yarmouth Market. Do you know, I do feel we are intruding on a treasured memory here. When Sophie concludes, Rebecca, the bodega sandwiches were so fat... I got mayo on top of my big glasses. (laughs) Ha 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 ha, responds Rebecca. They are epic. Thana Asad, meanwhile, digital marketing, translation and skills training specialist based in the Cambridge area adds to the stripy-roofed lovin'. I've been to Norwich Market and I really liked it, she says. Do you know that's the bit I love, when we share what we love about other parts of our region. Lastly, we have Adam Peed, business development strategist for a new tea and the brains behind the connected project at adamp.com adam says the evolution of the food on norwich market is incredible especially brick pizza i do miss the 30p mug of tea we used to get in my student days though i lived in ely for a few years and the different markets are excellent no argument here adam And with that, it's time to pull down the shutters on episode 76 of the Eastern Promise podcast. Next week, to quote Matt Damon in The Martian, we'll be sciencing the shit out of the east of England with a visit to the Quadram Institute. I don't think they've tried to grow poo potatoes, poo if you will, at the QI, but it's surely just a matter of time. I'll be chatting to the newly and rightly begonged Professor Ian Charles, OBE, and walking around the Quadrum Institute in sound, along with our guide, Andrew Stronach, and a special guest, Dr. Tammy Dugan, Life Science and Healthcare Partnerships Lead for the University of Cambridge. Tammy, an immunologist by training, could not be a better person, generally, but also to share her expert view on one of the most exciting and fascinating scientific and healthcare institutions in the East of England, if not the UK, if not Europe, both today and tomorrow. Spoiler alert! She rather likes it. That's all coming next week on episode 77 of the greatest podcast on the East of England, hosted by a lapsed Ginger Mancunian that's lapsed on both fronts. It only remains for me to repeat both my thanks to the panel to Breckland Council, our hosts, and to repeat my call for anyone who wants to be part of this positive conversation going forward to get in touch. Thank you to all my crowdsourcers and to our sponsors, the truly wonderful folk at Mills and Reeve. It's an honour, people. Thank you to Engineer 49, Darth Fader himself, whose deep knowledge of the Force brought to you this week's amazing panels on the A11 Corridor. And to you... Thank you for joining me, and I hope to have your company again next week. Until then, bye for now. The Eastern Promise podcast is a Priors Croft production for the Eastern Promise Community Interest Company and was brought to you in association with Mills and Reeve, achieving more together. You can contact Eastern Promise and find out more about what we do by visiting our website, easternpromise.org.uk.